welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go. Can you feel the love? Packers going on a playoff run. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. The Green Bay Packers knocked off the Chiefs 27 to 19 at home. It was a classic game in the snow against the defending champions and Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers showed up. So we have game recap analysis and also playoff hunt thoughts looking forward around the league talk. And we're giving away a Jaden Reed jersey some point in this episode. So we have a great Great show. Let's Welcome dive back into to it. another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead. I'm your host and Packers fans. Happy Victory Monday. The Green Bay Packers knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs 27 to 19 on Sunday night football in the snow. It was the frozen tundra at its finest. Taylor Swift in the house, the defending champions, Andy Reid, but it was the Jordan Love show. It was the Packers show, the green and gold show. So we want to welcome everybody in from the over 100 countries listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are announcing the winner of the official Jaden Reed jersey at some point in this episode so stay tuned that's coming but Packers fans we have a tremendous show so excited because things are coming together the Packers are now six and six and we have a lot to talk about so we've got recap analysis around the NFL and playoff talk I'm joined by my co-host KJ KJ welcome to the pod how you doing after that big win on Sunday night over the Chiefs Packers fans I'm feeling great I'm feeling like a million bucks I'm walking around with some pep in my step today I'm screaming out go pack go at random moments and people are picking up on it you know what I'm saying that's kind of how my Monday is going uh, it was a great victory we kind of had a feeling the pack would win this game and and I I kind of I was thinking the same thing Jordan Loves talked about after the game. I was like, his first start was an ugly loss versus the Chiefs, but it was a close loss. Like, that's personal motivation. You know, that's a personal chip on your shoulder. That's a personal one to, like, get in the second matchup on your home turf. And it's exactly what Jordan Love and the Packers did, man. I mean, you said it a few weeks ago. He is the Packers' best player. It's true. Jordan Love is the Packers' best player. I mean, Pakistan's when you watch the game, it's almost like every time he's under heavy pressure and it's a lot versus a team like the Chiefs, I expect Jordan Love to almost like pull out some miraculous movement to avoid the sack. And you see it time and time again. That's like the biggest difference between him and Rodgers is like Rodgers at the end of his career was just taking sack after sack after sack, killing drive after drive after drive. And Jordan Love is able to spin out of these break tackles. He'll make some mistakes as he as he often does. But, I mean, hey, he's fifth in the NFL in TD passes right now. That's more than a lot of what people call, quote-unquote, franchise quarterbacks. We have an unbelievable show today. We're giving away that Jaden Reed jersey. Do not miss that. Make sure you tell a friend because this is an unbelievable episode. Welcome back to the Ike Packers podcast. Thanks for having me, Al. Let's go. Go Pack Go. I'm saying it too. You know, getting the coffee. Oh, go Pack Go. Uh, you know, heading into work, sitting down. Uh, go Pack Go. <laughs> Back in person. 
Go pack go. <laughs> Chick fil A drive through. Go pack go. <laughs> exactly. In the gym. Go pack. <laughs> it's like Packers fans. Let us know where you're saying that today. But yeah. let's get into the action. Cage, I want to just set the stage a little bit because Packers fans, building up to the game, when the pregame was going on, I started to then put together the pieces that this may be. This game, the Chiefs-Packers, the biggest game in terms of viewership in the NFL regular season this year. I'm not sure on the numbers. Maybe the Cowboys will beat the Packers in some game, but no. I mean, that was nuts. You have Taylor Swift flying in. You got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and everything for the Packers to play for, Cage. Coming in at 5-6, and there was a playoff spot, you know, playoff hopes playoff beliefs on the line for green bay and so kind of like you were saying you felt something good i felt something good packers fans we could feel the energy last week people were optimistic in green bay and what i saw was a team that just wanted it they played flawless i mean not like absolutely flawless but as good as i've seen them play this season that was the best showing of the green bay packers this season and it took every last bit of it to knock off the chiefs cage let's just start with giving matt lafleur a little bit of props he's got him on a three-game win streak what what have you seen from the packers i guess these last three games and just in general and how he's been able to right this ship you know what i've been seeing bro wins instead of losses and that's first and foremost i'm gonna i'm gonna give matt lafleur credit where credit's due He's he's played some he's coached some pretty well games uh, these last few few weeks and he's gotten the Packers three wins now that is certainly much better than four straight losses um, and that's pretty much what it comes down to right like this team had talent as we saw we're a 500 club we've got a positive point differential we should be higher than 500 I've said it all year long and you know Lafleur deserves a, a lot of the credit for pulling us out of that hole um, but yeah man happy to give credit where credits due you know guide us to the playoffs right you've gotten through the gauntlet portion of the schedule so now we have five games coming up alex maybe you could pull it up we could talk about that in just a little bit but you know now you got the cupcakes now you got the easy ones now you got the ones where we should win and and theoretically we're in control of our own destiny or at least we should be in in a week or two um just given the way things shake out they might take some time to 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 pan out and stuff like that but man I, i think the packers like at this point we have better odds to make the playoffs than we do to miss the the playoffs and like that's reason for every single fan to listen that's reason for every single fan to pay attention and get on x and and start getting in this conversation with ike packers um and, and just like the packers universe right like the universe is waking up it's coming alive and and i know that packers nation is always awake always on but playoffs (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, it's it's worth thinking playoffs. We're thinking playoffs, baby. Congrats to Matt Lafleur on, on some well well coached victories. Uh, props to uh, excuse me, uh, Joe Barry for basically bending but don't breaking. Honestly, like what what more can you say? Rick Bisaccia doing just enough, right in the ship with Anders Carlson. Kickoff uh, coverage looks a little better, stuff like that. Penalties are getting a little cleaned up. The result is the result, and that's all that matters. And the Packers, hey, man, we're tied with the Vikings right now in the NFC North. It's the Lions, but we beat them. Then it comes Vikings. We can beat them. Then it comes Packers. Then it comes Bears. 
I like our chances. And you know what? I I don't just like our chances for this year. I like our chances for the next 15 years, Packers fans, because look at Jerry Goff's numbers. They've dipped off a little bit recently. Look at Jordan Love's numbers. They've ascended a little bit recently. Dare I say the Packers have the best QB in the division? Is that a hot take? you got to let us know. What do you think, Alex? Best quarterback right now. And Packers fans, I'm getting specific with it. I've loved the way they've opened up the games these last two weeks. They've scored touchdowns. That is what we've seen it take to keep Jordan Love and this whole young team, frankly, engaged. Because, okay, go back to week one. You know, you get the big touchdown. This week against the Chiefs, you get the big touchdown. Those are huge, pivotal moments. Yeah, they're the first, you know, drive of the series, but that sets the tone. Chiefs then, Cage, held the three points. Shout out Lucas Van Ness for a monster sack. Packers were able to hold kind of in the red zone those first few drives. Really just, you know, buckle up when you needed to. Get a big play, a sack from a rookie, a sack from a guy like Gary or, you know, Preston Smith, and just take that and hold them to six. And so as the Packers were scoring touchdowns, they were creating this lead. They were kind of setting the expectation that they need to close out this game Mm -hmm. rather than playing from behind. I think that's huge with the young team. Lafleur, I think, is seeing that now. But the other thing, Cage, is that there is no longer a competition at the running back position. A lot of times John Madden would say if you have two quarterbacks, you have zero quarterbacks. I think it could be the same for running backs. A.J. Dillon is feeling a lot better, looking a lot better, and the Packers in general run game is looking a lot better when you have a definitive RB1. Aaron Mm -hmm. Jones, this is the end. And I love the guy. Mm -hmm. He's a great running back. But, I mean, Cage, you're seeing what the damage A.J. Dillon does out there. He had, like, four bodies. Okay, so good pack. Good pack. A.J., big legs, quadzilla, quad father wrecking ball dylan i mean this man is the punisher out there knee to the face chiefs defender get out of the game you ain't coming back from that who else did he hurt you know like multiple chiefs man that's called the box score that doesn't show up in the box score that you may not hear of in the stats that don't show up in the box score stats like A.J. Dillon played a huge role in that victory last night, and it wasn't even like there was the there was the physical element which we just described. He was literally putting guys in the injury injury tent, and then there was the mental element where these Chiefs guys are like, "Yo, I think he's put literally like four or five of our guys in the tent tonight. I might not want to tackle this guy. I, I might affect my own play. I, I might start to alter my own my own pursuit." And I think there was some of that. Like the Packers, they put up points. You know, once again, they didn't give up more than 20. That seems to be the magic threshold, but they did score more than 20. This team, man, you know, figuring out how to win, uh, a world of credit to A.J. Dillon. He really is a second-half back. I mean, it's hilarious because look at the Packers running back stats. Right, You got A.J. or excuse me, you got Aaron Jones. He's averaging like three points something to carry. And you got A.J. Dillon. He's averaging three points something to carry. Like, there, there should really be no uh, loyalty in the Packers running back room. I know our guys are so easy to be loyal to because they're so likable. Like Aaron Jones, right? Just a, a pro's pro, done so much for this franchise. On the other hand, he's making nine million or nineteen million, and he's averaging like three point some yards a carry, and he can't stay on the field. So it's like, do with that information what you will. 
AJ Dillon, right? We've had our frustrations with him, but this guy just, I mean, he, he's a second half back. I got to give credit where credit's due, and I'm happy to. Good pack, AJ Dillon. Alex, do you have anything to Here's expand one on follow, that? Here's one follow-up point: is AJ Dillon Packers fans to me is a better fit for this Packers offense. I thought it was Aaron Jones, the small speed back that's also, you know, a great pass catching option for Jordan Love but what did we see when we actually saw uh, Jones on the field we saw a lot of sideways passing you know short yardage plays and when you switch it up to Dylan you can set up that play action the mm-hmm. Packers were killing them in play action yesterday Love coming out of the pocket looking exactly like Aaron Rodgers holy cow having a little bit of deja vu and hitting guys cage with the perfect throws notably that magical toss to Romeo Dobbs on fourth and two that is just confidence I see I see him pushing the ball downfield I see him throwing it really without you know fear without fear cage he's thrown it into he's fearless, traffic and, and he's getting better the more and more he taps into his own ability Packers fans when I see Jordan Love he's athletic he's tall he's smart he's mobile and he's got all the arm tools he just needs to believe in himself and that win yesterday that's going to inspire the confidence in this guy having a running back who just hammers guys and like gets first downs and like hurts people I think that inspires little confidence too in the quarterback cage because you're like look i'm just gonna hand it out to this guy right now and let him well, run some people over that's why we love football whether people want to admit it or not those who play the game they love hitting people they love the physicality of it those who watch the game humans used to watch gladiators in the arena two thousand years ago that's evolved over time but it's you know nfl is the closest thing we have to modern day gladiators some might argue ufc it's a little bit of a tangent so we're not gonna get into it but yeah, I mean, like, people love what A.J. Dillon was providing yesterday. And you make a great point, man. Like, Aaron Jones, on paper, it makes it seem like it makes sense for this offense. But I don't know. Like, it's not necessarily about A.J. Dillon even getting that four yards of carry as it is about him punishing guys, wearing down their defense, and setting up the play action. A lot of people were surprised when our tweet, hey, run A.J. Dillon at Aiden Hutchinson again and again and again went off for like 750,000 impressions you know people might have thought we were like making a joke or whatever but that's really what you have to do you have to run right at their best defensive players I mean I don't think it was a coincidence that we ran AJ Dillon so much last night and they had Chris Jones on the D line like either you let him come to you or you bring the fight to them and if you want to take it into like different analogies it's like okay you can sit around and wait for your town to get attacked or you can, you know, be proactive and, you know, build the walls, go and, and do the expedition parties so, so you don't ever let it get to your home turf. The Packers were in, on offense, I think, the majority of the game, and the Chiefs are kind of playing catch-up. Just, just well executed. There wasn't really any room for error, and the difference came down to Keyshawn Nixon. It did. And, and speaking of more good Packers, K9 Keyshawn Nixon. Dog. Play, he's a dog. We've been saying it on this show. There was a play earlier in the game where he kind of had this goofy looking tackle where he, he kind of let the guy get like eight or nine yards. And people we were with watching the game were kind of like, whoa, 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 what type of tackle was that? And you know what I said, Packers fans? I said, don't be calling out K9 because he's going to make up for it. He's a dog. What does he do? He sticks the guy the next play. What does he do? He comes up with the most unbelievable over the head catch. It was incredible. I mean, Jair Alexander couldn't dream of picking off a pass like that. I'm 
I'm sorry, Packers fans, but this guy is a playmaker and he's got hands. He's got hands. You need that. You need those. He's learned from radio, man. He's definitely learned from radio. He's cut from the radio cloth. And you saw radio tweeting at him last night after the game. What what did radio say? He had a very nice congratulatory tweet to uh, Keyshawn Nixon. Well, the man is an absolute baller. How can you not love a Keyshawn Nixon? Stick him on the field. He's the new radio. He makes plays. He's not the new radio, Cage. He's He's the canine. Yeah, he is who he is. He's a canine. He's just electric. I mean, on the, you know, kick returns, punt returns, right? You got him back there. He puts fear in the defense. That's the A.J. Dillon thing, really, right? And Packers fans, we're kind of becoming, finding our identity. Yeah. The players I'm seeing on the field right now. Uh, you know, it, it was even really good to see Christian Watson get back to his his game. Right. Seven catches, 71 yards. Two First touchdowns. time we saw the dog in him all year. Like he's made nice plays, but I thought we saw the dog come out of Christian Watson for that. I want to give him a lot of credit. I hope he gets well soon. He seemed in yeah. good spirits after the game. Yeah, but, Cage, you know, besides Watson, right, we had our three receivers that we're kind of figuring out our, our guys. Wicks, Dobbs, and Reed, right, all getting three, four catches. And then you got Tucker Kraft actually also being tough, Cage. He's a tougher player. When, you, when you're going out there with skilled guys who can catch and, you know, spread the field, that's all lovely and great in practice. When you get down to the football field, ain't nobody want to, f- you know, get run over. That, no. It's a different. It's just a different thing. And right now we're kind of balancing the power with the speed. I actually saw a cage the Packers out tough the Chiefs, and we were calling the Packers soft on this podcast for maybe the first eight ten weeks. And, and they've really starting to toughen up. They've really starting to find their identity on both sides of the ball. You saw Quay throwing guys down cage. I guess you know. Final thoughts on the offense. Who, who's one guy? I guess you maybe want to highlight before we flip to the defensive side of the ball. We can't do the show without talking about Tucker. Tucker Craft. Tucker Craft, everybody. Keep an eye on this guy. He's very raw. He was TE2 uh, for a lot of people. You know, some people might say TE1, TE3, depending on what you thought of him going into the draft. But scouts are all over this guy. And he, you know, so was like Packers in the pre draft process. Had him on the show. Great interview if you haven't heard that. But he ended up falling to us in the third. I think I think a lot of people might have thought he was going in the second, including myself, because there wasn't really like a lot of first-round tight ends. You know, a lot of people like Don Kincaid, okay. But, yeah, man, I mean, Tucker Craft, he, he, may he be the pick that busts the trend of Goot's third-round busts. I would love nothing more. Tucker Craft is dangerous in the open field. He's confident. You know, he he goes up against the guy across him. He's like, look, I'm going to move this man backwards. And I'm excited, bro. I feel like he's scratching the surface. Do you have any uh, anything to add on Tucker? He is scratching the surface. This guy is as raw of a prospect as we're going to find, Cage. But you kind of mentioned he's got the intangibles. He had the great workouts during the pre-draft process. He looked raw the first few weeks, kind of had that big adjustment. But now he's he's getting the ball in his hands, and he he's trying to make plays, running at guys full speed. I think you know he's a baller, but at a greater hold, we're, the Packers are getting a ton of contribution from their 2023 draft picks. Lucas Van Ness, he had a big sack. Second round pick Jaden Reed, you know what he's doing. We're giving away his jersey in this episode. Tucker Craft, he made plays. Then Cage, even, you know, 
Carl Brooks, he was a six-round pick this year. Anders Carlson, a six-round six Yeah, six-round pick. Dang. You know, Anders Carlson, six-round pick. Carrington Valentine, seventh-round pick. Those three guys all made plays yesterday. Yeah. Like, they were. And shout-out Carlson because there was a lot of kicks that – the offense did not make necessarily easier on him, including that play. I would say maybe that was some bad Packers where at the end of the first half, you know, the Packers couldn't really get that field goal set up. And then at the that end of the terrible. game, that they almost terrible. botched setting up the, the, you know, the eight point go ahead field goal by, you know, drop losing 10 yards on that final play. And Cage Carlson sunk him. It didn't matter. He was on yesterday in the cold, and and that was a good test to see. So a lot of contributions from this rookie class. I think, you know, along with Kraft, that's great stuff. Let's flip it to the defensive side, Packers fans, where we also saw a lot of plays because, hey, when you're going against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and you're holding them to under 20 points, especially Andy Reid, former Packers assistant, guys are showing up, and and Cage – who, who was that name, I guess, you want to jump out first? Keyshawn got the you know the game ball on defense, but who, who else did you think had a good game on defense? Ooh, I mean, I'll say one. I got two in mind, but Lucas Van Ness, and then if I were to say the other one, Preston P, keeps just pushing out there. And those guys i think are two players that no one really expects anything from i certainly expect results out of our first round pick every time he's on the field he makes plays so we got to play him more and then preston smith just old reliable you know he's quietly got five and a half sacks like he'll probably quietly and he's he's had like five and a half sacks since you know week five or something like that so he'll probably finish with like eight or nine sacks and man out of preston p phenomenal work phenomenal work uh mentoring the young guys a little bit he's he's really done his job i think he's got like 39 sacks in like a career like 70 some games with the packers so he he gets you you know about like a you know seven eight sack average you know he obviously had that double digit sack uh season when he first came here but over like five or six years now and uh quietly just been doing his job a little bit yeah man those two really stand out to me i was happy to see Quay walker as well but yeah go for it Corey Ballantyne, Packers fans. If you missed his postgame interview, Corey Ballantyne is one of these players I didn't know much about. And maybe maybe you don't either, but he's been on five NFL teams now before finding his home with Green Bay. And he had 10 tackles yesterday against the Chiefs cage. That's second on the team behind Quay Walker. 10 tackles. This is some guy we've picked up essentially from the scrap heap and it's like another nice move another guy playing above his expectations i've been really impressed with the valentine valentine combination i don't know about you packers fans but those guys have really caught my eyes you always hear their names on the field they're always making plays and the other guy i want to just give a little good packers out because jonathan owens fouled up through the play i mean he got a bullshit penalty talk about some bad football is when jonathan owens hit patrick mahomes and he was still in bounds and they flagged him for 15 yards cage i mean questionable there were questionable calls and maybe we just got to touch on it what, what was your i guess feeling of the refereeing and the officiating yesterday? Oh, man you know I, I i'm not even going to talk about it because like we end up winning the game and if they would have called some BS pass interference on the last play of the game where it was the Hail Mary, yeah, I'd be going off right now, Packers fans. You know I would. But there were bad calls on both sides, 
and we didn't exactly get favorable treatment. So I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, I'm not going to act like, oh, we didn't benefit here or there. We definitely got hurt a few times. But look, it's it's water under the bridge at this point. Not a single thing I say will have any effect on it whatsoever. Um, you know, Packers fans, just so you know, whenever the Packers do get victimized by a terrible call, we call them out. We call out the official NFL officiating Twitter account, NFL official on X with Ike Packers. You got like 82,000 followers. All of you making up this incredible community. If you haven't followed us on X, give us a follow. We'll follow you right back. And, you know, like just so you know, we are actively standing up and, and really fighting for this team's fairness in the trenches. Like, what can we do, right? Maybe one person can't change it, but maybe if you get this account with, you know, 80,000 some followers and and they can shine some spotlight and they can really put the heat on NFL officiating, that's all we can do. Maybe then there will be some sort of uh, just like neutrality. Um, I, I think over the years, the Packers have certainly benefited from lots of calls that's what being a winning franchise does to you it's almost like the, the warriors right like the lakers like look i despise the warriors um but i understand why if any team's going to get a bunch of calls it's going to be the team that's probably like a dynasty you know um so, so it's like yeah there's frustration because I, I don't want the, the refs to take over a game ever i'd rather let the boys play but i do understand it right uh the chiefs are going to get some calls and so are the packers they're, they're two of the more storied franchises in the nfl they're two winning franchises and there were good calls and bad calls on both sides and ultimately we came out with the win so i'm going to try and just like not make it as big of a deal as is it is it needs to be because we won if we, if we lost and our season was like cratered bro i would be irate right now i would be I would be frustrated. I would be probably talking much louder than I currently am and much more animated, you know, but we got the good result and we've got to keep moving forward. Makes no sense to look back. We're not going that way, as Ragnar Lothbrok once said. Speaking of moving forward, the Packers next five games are at the Giants, home against the Buccaneers, at the Panthers, at the Vikings, and then home against the Bears. And people may think I'm crazy, but I actually think this next game against at the Giants is the toughest of that five. And here's why, Packers fans. It's on the road and it's following a massive win. This is the time where if you're going to get high on your supply, the Packers are going to be doing it, right? I mean, you have Uh. officially come out and shown the world, Cage, how good this team can be at such a young age for all the haters out there on Jordan love Ike Packers has never been one we've been yeah right on top of this guy since the draft we've been uh we actually predicted him to the Packers in his corner corner when people are coming after him and I mean you name it over the course of his three years we don't have to explain it you've seen it guys from Colin Coward clowning him trying to act like he's no good Richard Richard Sherman Sherman. I mean you name it they've said it and Ike Packers is stand behind this guy you have as well many of you Packers fans have stayed behind QB1 Jay Love as well Aaron Rodgers has stood behind Jordan Love And, and what have we seen now him prove the haters wrong man is it good to know these talking these loud mouths don't know shit about the packers cage they don't they never have and and it's like they're gonna try and put jordan love down they haven't even watched this man play because if you watch him play his 
His body, his, you know, throws, the passes are unbelievable. We actually met someone who was going to the game yesterday, Packers fans, before the game, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a big believer in love before the game. I wonder what he's saying now. And over his last five games, Cage, 66% completion percentage, 275 average yards a game, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, four wins. I think if he keeps this going and the Packers get another win against the Giants, that is that's the turning that's this may have been the turning point but i think this win to get above 500 is the actual tipping point what, what are your thoughts on yeah. that bro i couldn't agree more i mean you gotta t- you gotta go one and zero every week and it's on the road it's a trap game right the giants like their season's off the rails everyone over there is fighting for a job really um and their coaches you know their their players maybe daniel jones obviously he's hurt but like they don't have the quarterback, and those are the type of games that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers used to go into and lose. Like, like, like yeah, we want we did a lot of winning when Rodgers was here in the regular season, but like, we lost plenty of those games that you know. There's no reason we should have lost it, right? I, I specifically remember. I don't know. I mean, it's not really what the Giants, do, but <laughs> last well, just, year, just, just yeah, in, I mean, in London. Well, like if the Packers did what they had to do and take care of business versus like the teams that you know they were favored against, right? We'd have millions of rings, but it just doesn't work that way. Like, there, there's the lines, and then there's real world, and they play the game on the field for a reason. They don't play it on paper. They don't play it with algorithms for a reason. It's played on the field, in between the lines, in the trenches. It's as real as it gets. Uh, I think we can win, but the Giants, they do have talent, right? They got Kayvon Thibodeau. They got a pretty solid offensive line. Saquon. Um, Saquon, you know, they... Jalen Hyatt. I mean, if we don't beat this team, I'm about to go off, but... That's why it's important. That's why it's important. You cannot lose this momentum. Speaking of momentum, in December, I just want to throw this in. Yeah, Matt LaFleur is 16-0 and 0 in December in his career. Say what you want. Credit. That's cold. Too. That's cold. That, that is some – I mean, the Packers have the schedule where they could keep this going this December. But how will they respond? That was well, a huge is, win. Huge it's fascinating win. because if you look at Matt LaFleur's record by month, and many of you may, may have seen that on the on the graphic on the, on the game last night versus the Chiefs, the Packers, basically December's his best month, right? It's, it's amazing. Then his second best month is September. But you have the fewest games in September because the season usually doesn't start until like 10, 11, 12 days in, you know, September 11, 12, something like that. So... Matt, the pack, and then basically like Matt Lafleur's October is is uh like worse than September. His his November is worse than October, and his December is like flawless, and his January is like five hundred. And so that that pretty much like symbolizes what the Packers have done in the last ten years, really in their performance is like they always start off really hot. If you you know, correct me if you've been here, but you know, everyone's pretty much followed along for one of these. But we start off hot. We have some mid-season adversity where people get, like, nitpicky on the team. You know, we have to make a run to usually make the playoffs, which we usually do because we got great quarterback play. Everyone kind of, you know, puts aside the differences and gets down to work and, and seems to pick up their heads in September or, excuse me, December and work hard. And then comes January where we just kind of, like, fizzle out, right? But that's that's happened again this year. Like, we started off okay, 2-1. and one had some terrible growing pains in between now we're entering the the winning month again let's see what we can do here alex any any uh anything to add to that before maybe we give away this Jaden reed jersey i think 
got to keep the winning going. And I just wanted to quick hit our leaders and dogs because I have a new leader, Packers fans. I have two L's on this roster, two LNDs, guys who wear the both of those. And I think it's Jordan Love and Keyshawn Nixon, mm-hmm. uh, the true two leaders of this team. Cage, who, who besides those two would you maybe anoint either an L or a D to? It's mm, a good question. I don't want to miss anyone. I know I, I know I might if I'm quick doing a quick brain scan, but I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't really, you know, maybe like Aaron Jones, but he's not playing, right? So, yeah. It's re- also, it's what have you done for me lately? So I agree. Love by far on offense. You know, the receivers, they've all had their moments, but they've never really brought the consistency. Same with the tight ends. Same with the offensive line. Same with the running backs. So so really, it's just J-Love on offense for me, even more so than LaFleur. I think J-Love is more of a leader than LaFleur, obviously. But then there's defense. Uh, Keyshawn's the obvious one. And then, you know, yeah, Jair hasn't been around enough to, to really be a, a bona fide leader this year. They, they say he's good in the locker room, which I totally believe. But you got to have some element of consistency. And... You know, there's Quay Walker, which is an obvious one. Devondre Campbell's a quiet guy, so he's not the really guy, a leader. But I think you're missing. Can he see or press and P or Romeo D? Is he a leader though? He's I don't a, know. I think he's. I mean, when you're coming down with fourth and two catches, you're right. Like he That's did. Trust. I mean, right. Dobbs is the man. He's got you're the right. hands. He's got the hands. Packers fans. And like that's kind of I saw one Packers fans write in saying Jordan was like Romeo's down there somewhere. And that's kind of the guy who's kind of becoming that target for Jordan Love. Right. Like, OK, it's fourth and two. I got to look towards Romeo Dobbs. Right. And and that's really a testament to Dobbs's big playability in the clutch because he's not the most athletic guy. He wasn't the highest drafted. He's not the fastest. He's just the most clutch cage. And, and so I think Dobbs, you know. He's quiet. He is quiet, but he's quietly a leader. And Packers fans, let us know what you think on that. I think it's a perfect time uh, to now transition to announcing the winner of the Jaden Reed jersey. Packers fans, we want to thank everyone who entered this contest. We know a lot of Packers fans were actually really interested in this jersey. Before the game, we we asked, would you rather have a lover or Jaden Reed? And more people actually said Reed, so that's why we gave one away. Maybe we'll have to give away a third Jordan Love of the season afterwards. So don't go anywhere if you don't win this one. You'll be just fine. We'll have more giveaways coming up. Cage, any thoughts before we announce the winner here? Yeah, just to echo what Alex said, if you're new here, we do giveaways several times uh you know throughout the season and throughout the off season so obviously there can only be one winner every once in a while we'll do like two or three winners if it's like a huge playoff contest but you know there's a lot of fans there can only be one winner but there are many chances to win so we try to to give back as much as we can in the ike packers community you know if, if we're not following you back shoot us a shoot us a comment or something like we try and follow back as many people as we can ike packers underscore on x i know we follow like forty-eight thousand packers fans so if we don't follow you it's not because we're too proud it's just because we haven't because seen we get capped exactly <laughs> or because the old twitter used to cap us and some of you know what i'm talking about there but um yeah, yeah packers fans you know like we we value you we value all of you whether you're 
in Wisconsin or, or all the way across the world, you know, over 100 countries listening in. We're so grateful. We see over, mi- like, you know, many millions interacting with, like, Packers on game days. It's incredible. Give yourself a pat on the back. You are what make this community so special, and you are always welcome in this community. This is a safe space, Packers fans, where you can say whatever you want. Any take goes under the Ike Packers umbrella. Any take. It's a hot one. It's a cold one. It's a it's a short one. It's a long one. Yeah, we got a, no fair a, weather fans over here in Green Bay. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, right? like, like Taylor Swift fans. is a fair weather Chiefs fan, but yeah. hey, Lil Wayne, he a diehard. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Wayne's a diehard. Yeah, so so without further ado, you know, let's, let's get, get rid of this jersey. Alex, announce the winner. Drum roll, please. Packers fans, the winner of the Jaden Reed official jersey from NFLshop.com, $140 plus value is, Ooh. here we go, is... At GC underscore UA23, Gregory Chodos. Gregory Chodos, you are the winner of the Jaden Reed jersey. Congratulations, my man. You are getting a fresh and talented rookie jersey that hopefully is in Green Bay for a long, long time, Cage. Packers fans, if you didn't win, you know, don't get stay right here because we're having more giveaways. If you've been a listener of this show, which many of you have for a long time, we 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 see it. We love reading your messages. Yeah, we we're, do love reading. We your read face. them all. We read I, them I all, Packers that. fans. And a lot of you are insanely smart. And so yep. we encourage you to keep writing us in, keep being active in the community, leading the thought and the conversation because so many of you are so good at that. Keep it up. We'll, we'll have more thing. jerseys for you to win in the future. Exactly. There's going to be more contests, going to be more opportunities to win. Don't worry about that. But adding on Alex's point, another thing is you are an incredibly smart group of Packers fans. All all you listening, all those all those um, that we see on Ike Packers. And we encourage everybody to, to comment on Ike Packers posts because if you look at some of these posts and some of these comments that, that people are writing in, basically their takes, they're getting like – 500 likes they're getting like 217 likes you know like 86 likes and we're talking like these these accounts they're just like normal accounts you know they might have like 80 followers like 68 followers 400 followers these people are getting crazy your voice can be heard your voice can be heard exactly like if, if you have a good take it will be the top comment and like basically these these tweets that are reaching like 200,000 people so your tweet will reach you know like 10, 20,000 people, if not many more, it's a great way to grow your own initiative. A lot of Packers fans tell us, they're like, how can I grow my own brand? How can I grow my own Packers page? I want to grow my own platform. It's like, it's a million, million, million and one little moves. And these are some great ways to, you know, interact with other Packers fans, connect other Packers fans, uh, have some great banter. You know, if, you, if you're a little combative, you can find that on Twitter, too. You can find something for everybody, right? Um, there's great takes. There's combative takes. There's creative takes. There's current takes. There's also takes for down the line. Uh, but, but the long story short is if you put your take over there and it hits, a lot of people like it. A lot of people see it. And we encourage you to just keep participating. Uh, if we ask those questions on Ike Packers, throw your hat in the ring. You never know what could happen. 
Absolutely. And Packers fans, a lot of you tip us off, too, with great you know, news, you know, injury updates. And uh, we're there for everybody giving those updates. Make sure you follow. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And leave a five-star review. If you already did for this contest, leave another one or tell a friend to do it. That's the number one way to help us grow, Cage. I just want to wrap up on a couple, you know, thoughts looking forward at the playoff picture because now we have um we have some standings that are kind of they're kind of settling down a little bit like the packers they're in the hunt cage they are looking more and more likely like they might get that seven that seven spot that last wild card how would you feel if the packers say had to play a 49ers in the opening week of the playoffs you mean how would I feel going up against uh, Nick Bosa? You know, I think they got Armstead, Chase Young, all these crazy killers on defense. I'd be, I'd be, uh, I'd be, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd have my wits about me. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd keep my head on a swivel. But these are why we play the game, right? Like, like it's a blessing that we run AJ Dillon at the moment. I run AJ Dillon. <laughs> right at the mother efforts you know what i'm saying packers fans it's all we got you know we all we can do is the best we can if everyone wants to count us out it's us against the world packers nation hey we're gonna keep doing great things here with each and every one of you doesn't matter if we're going up against the eagles we got our own love shove we don't need the tush push we got a love shove 49ers you know jordan lovers brock purdy hey purdy is saying he's the mvp front runner which is nuts you know he's a mr irrelevant that's crazy shout to shanahan for developing that guy shout for lynch shout to lynch for picking him i gotta give credit credit you too could be an mvp no i'm just kidding i I don't know is that a hot take and then you have and then you have the lions who we've beaten and then you have like you know that's it man you know you got the eagles in the in the uh the 49ers in the nfc like but the only other real strong team is like the Lions, and we've proven we can beat them. Hey, we've also proven we can beat a strong team in the AFC and the Chiefs. Hey, all I'm saying is don't sleep on little old Green Bay. Little old Green hey. Bay can can pack a punch, and uh, Packers Nation can do that as well. I know that they just went up toe to toe with the Swifties and said Taylor who. And Packers, we got fans, our love over yourself, here. <laughs> give yourself a lot of credit because. You know, whether people wanted to admit it or not, these were two of the biggest communities, the biggest fan bases, kind of like entering into the same ecosystem for a night, checking into the same hotel. And Packers fans handled themselves basically saying like, hey, you better come correct and uh, you're not going to push us around. You know, the Internet's not pushing us around. Swifties in real life ain't pushing Packers fans around. They, if someone wants to come into Lambeau, they better come correct. Well, someone even wants to the- come mess with Packers Nation, they better come correct. Even the champions were getting outplayed by the little guy. And it just the final thoughts for me, Packers fans, today is the little man, the little woman, right? That, that may be you in the Packers community, so you think, but you can make a difference the same way, you know, Heath, right? Malik Heath made that play after he dropped one last night. He made that big play where he juked that guy's silly cage, and then he went up the sidelines for a first down, got up, he was screaming, he was carrying the ball back. You saw Keyshawn Nixon make a huge play. You saw Carl Brooks make a play, Lucas Van Ness. Hey, it's kind of that way for the Packers right now in this organization, in this world in general. People are stepping up. 
be one of them. Share this show with a friend. Text it to him right now. Ask him, what do you think about this Giants matchup? How do you feel about Jordan Love, top five, top ten QB in the league? Let's see what they say. Lions matchup. Do you fear any team in the NFC? So much good Packers talk to come with. We may have to do something special. But Packers fans, thank you again for tuning in. Cage, any final thoughts for the listeners today? Toy drive for the kids at Children's Hospital ends this Friday. So Packers fans, if you are feeling like you want to give back this holiday season and there are so many causes and you just don't know what to pick, we invite you to give back via the Ike Community Toy Drive. It's a pure cause. It's going right to the kids at Children's fifth Hospital. Year. It's the fifth year we've been doing it. Uh, we, we've basically, it's getting bigger and bigger every year. We collect a bunch of toys. If you're out of town and want to donate, send us a DM. We have solutions for that too. But on the final day, we do this massive, massive, massive shopping spree for all the out of town and electronic donations. We have the all these toys we have mountains and mountains of toys like we filled up uh eight teslas two years ago we we collaborated with the tesla enthusiasts of wisconsin um three years ago in in the second year we we did uh two fire trucks we collaborated with the fire department last year we filled up um you know like a bunch of cars and, and a few uh squad vehicles we collaborated with the local police, police department and this year, we don't even know what we're going to do for the final day, but we just know there's going to be a lot of toys, and it's a great thing to bring people together. It's a great way to give back for a pure cause, right? Like, we were all a kid one time. Think back to when you were a kid. Think about how exciting it was uh, to get a toy on Christmas. A lot of these families, they're, they're having medical bills. A lot of us as adults know how expensive, you know, all that stuff can get. And sometimes you have to make the hard choice between you know that Packers jersey or paying the medical bills and this is a way that we can all just give back and we encourage you to get involved you will feel amazing we always feel so great doing this every year and uh send us a dm we're happy to help you out yeah yep. that's my final thoughts Alex. other than that i just got so much love for packers nation let's run the table baby let's run the table sky's the limit jordan love is the future and he's the present he's our go franchise pack, go go pack go Go, go pack. pack, go forever. Catch you time. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack, go. Success does not guarantee team success. What leadership comes down to it's about understanding. Hey, look, as a leader, I know I couldn't do it without you, and you couldn't do it without me. Yeah, I could see you. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, flying overseas. Yeah, I can sleep. Think I might take the berries just so I can sleep. Yeah, fall into my dreams. Can we all keep coming back? But I'm making friends
Yeah, flying overseas, yeah, I can sleep Think I might take the pills just so I can sleep Yeah, fall into my dreams, kill me, I'ma keep coming back Oh yeah, oh yeah Flying overseas, yeah, I can sleep Think I might take the pills just so I can sleep Yeah, fall into my dreams, kill me, I'ma keep coming back Oh yeah, oh yeah